0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others, whom he sent ahead of him in pairs, to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, sack, or sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick in it, and say to them, The kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, The kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and upon the full force of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. What does it mean to you to be a Catholic Christian? What does that mean to you? Does that mean that my family's always been Catholic and so I'm Catholic? Does it mean that we go to Mass on Sunday where we sit and kneel and stand and confuse everybody who comes as a visitor? Does it mean that we do certain things Because I'm a Catholic Christian, that means that I am pro-life, that I volunteer my time at Catholic Social Services, I work at the fish fry, or does it mean that something has happened to you? that something's happened to you that has completely changed your life. Because our Lord points out in the readings today that being his disciple is not really about what we do, but who we are. It's more about what Jesus has done in us than what we do in the world. John Paul II would always talk about the primacy of being over doing. Or in more layman's terms, I have friends who often say, we're human beings, not human doings. Like, our life is about who we are. It's not about what we do in order to gain some kind of praise or status or affirmation or acceptance. But it's about what our Lord has done in us. And so in the gospel reading, our Lord gathers 72 disciples, and he sends them out in pairs. Why? Because the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. Because there are so many people that need to know the love of Christ in the world that our Lord even needed other people to go out and spread this message. And so he appoints all of these people and they go out and he gives them these sort of instructions. He warns them that I'm sending you like lambs among wolves. And then he tells them to practice detachment. Into whatever house you go, just stay there. Eat whatever is put in front of you. Don't take a bunch of extra stuff along to burden you. Don't worry about how you'll be taken care of. I'm going to take care of you. And then he tells them even to be detached from the results. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick in it, say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. In whatever town you enter and they don't welcome you, go out into the streets, shake the dust from your feet, tell them the kingdom of God is at hand for you, and then go on your way. whether there are good fruits or bad fruits or no fruits simply go and proclaim the gospel message that's it and probably the most surprising thing our Lord says to the disciples when they return to him because as they go out they find out that what they're doing is fruitful and they're getting results demons are being cast out And they start to get excited about what they're able to do. Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. And then Jesus says, Do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Rejoice because of what I've done in you. Rejoice because of your own conversion. the result of your ministry, the result of what you're doing, that doesn't matter as much as your own conversion. It doesn't matter as much as the transformation of your own heart. And this is the message that our Lord wants to speak to us in our own time, in our own place. Because we live in a culture of activism where people don't feel like they're involved in the church unless they're doing something. Unless they're a volunteer. Unless they can serve on the altar. Unless they're in charge of something. And while it's good to share our talents and make them fruitful, the most important thing is what our Lord does in us each week. What our Lord does in us each day. Is our Lord transforming your heart? Are you falling more and more in love with Jesus? Because as we fall more in love with Jesus, it's then that our lives are made fruitful. And the Holy Spirit starts to work in us in ways that we didn't even think were possible. We see the same theme in St. Paul in his letter to the Galatians when he says, May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Circumcision doesn't mean anything, but only a new creation. So as successful as St. Paul was, as an evangelist, as he spread the Christian message throughout the known world, he still says, I'll never boast in anything but the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'll never boast about anything except for my own conversion. Everything that St. Paul did was the fruit of his own conversion. We see this also in saints like Mother Teresa who wouldn't really count about, she wouldn't think about the results of what she was doing all she did was love the person in front of her Someone went to Mother Teresa once when she was holding a dying person and they said to her, Mother, you know you can't help all these people it's hopeless, it's too big And she simply said, I can help this person. And that was the fruit of her own conversion. The most important question we ask ourselves is about that. It is, what has our Lord done in my life? And what is our Lord doing in my life? Am I falling more in love with him? Am I more free to love him? In the opening prayer for today's Mass, we heard this. For on those you have rescued from slavery to sin you bestow eternal gladness. And that's the world that we face. It's a world where we either are enslaved to sin or we have eternal gladness. And the path to eternal gladness is the conversion of our own hearts as we receive our Lord's mercy. And allow Him to transform our lives. Once our lives are transformed, then we'll have plenty to do because Jesus will just start sending you people. And so today, let us pray that we will be more focused on the transformation of our own hearts. that will be detached from the results of what we do and rejoice in what our Lord has done in us. And as we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, and that same Jesus who sent out the 72 comes down to touch us, to be consumed by us. Let us ask for the grace to be consumed by his love that we may truly live that life of joy, that life of grace that moves us to go out and proclaim to everyone we meet everything that our Lord has done for us and that the kingdom of God is indeed at hand.